Hey, welcome back to the Height Stats Podcast. This is number six. Speaking of six, do you know who's had six home runs in a season the most times in his career? Believe it or not, it is Henry Blanco. He's done it six times. Nobody else has done it more than five times. But if you look at six home runs in a career, guess which player all time who has a total of six career home runs has the highest wins above replacement? Well, it's none other than Ross Barnes, who of course is one of Adam's most favorite players. Now, all that goodness on the number six is brought to you by the BaseballReference.com Play Index. Uh, they also graciously sponsor this podcast. You can find all kinds of cool stuff like that, even some actually useful information as opposed to the sort of stuff I just looked up. Just uh, check it out at baseball-reference.com slash play index. Play index has a, has a dash in there too between play and index. And if you subscribe, use our promo code HHS to save a few bucks off your subscription if you are a new subscriber. Uh, we're going to jump right into our podcast, which is a trivia edition, and we have with us today Dan, Brian, and Dalton. Uh, unfortunately, we have to start off with a very unpleasant conversation um, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, as we uh, have to confront one of our users over some very serious allegations. So without any further delay, let's get that unpleasantness over with and jump on in. Enjoy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Heat Stats Podcast. This is a special trivia edition, and the first matter at hand is there have been some very serious accusations levied against one of our contestants. Uh, it seems to be the case whenever anyone comes up with an amazing performance, the first thing that goes into the mind of the public is PEDs. And uh, I really, Dalton, I, I hate to have to do this, but are you on PEDs? Look, Andy, I'm not here to talk about the past, all right? I want to focus on today's trivia, that's okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say, oh, I no speak English or <laughs> something like that. He's wagging his uh, finger. Yes. Uh, I did not have sexual relations with that trivia contest. That's... <laughs> That's a little bit of an older reference for, for some of you. Uh, so we are going to do a trivia of very similar style to what we have done in the past. It, uh, I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, our third trivia contest, you've probably listened to the other one, so I'm not going to go through the rules. We are going to have three rounds today. Everyone will get one question in each of three rounds, so there are nine total questions today. Um some questions have hints and some questions do not. And is there anything else I need you guys to know? 
I don't think so. Uh, here's our order. Our, our champion from last time, Dalton, is going to go last. And because Brian uh, has only had the chance to do this once before, we're going to throw him into the fire going first, and Dan is in the middle. So, Brian, uh, may I have a number between one and nine, please? Pick number one. Number one. It's a softball. Uh, Miguel Cabrera has a shot at winning his second Triple Crown this year. Name the only two players who have done it twice. So I'm looking for two answers, each worth half a point. I'd like to call Dalton. <laughs> uh, you're going to phone a friend? <laughs> um, well, I feel like I should know this. Uh, I know it's not in the last 45 years. That's an odd thing to know. Well, there haven't been any triple crowns in the last 45 years, with the exception of Cabrera last year. I, I'm going to shamefully have to take a hint. I don't have any hints offered on this one, unfortunately. Because the okay, the players are who the players are. So you can take a stab or you can... Uh, oh, I certainly take a stab. Um, I think... Ducky Wucky Medwick may have done it twice. He did not. And Rogers Hornsby. He did. Yes. So you got one out of the two. Uh, Hornsby did it in 1922 and in 1925, hitting over 400 both times uh, with just insane numbers. 39 homers and 143 RBI and uh, 25. 42 home or 152 RBI in, in 22. Uh, Dan, it to you if you can name the other person to get two triple crowns. Ted Williams. Yes, sir. Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him, yeah. I, I would like to forget him. Um, there you go. So the other other triple crowns, all singles, uh, Yaz in 67, Frank Robinson in 66, Mantle in 56, Ted Williams in 42 and 47. Yeah. And he um, didn't win the MVP sorry? at the time, right? Yes, that's true. Right. Um, Joe Medwick in 37, doing it just the once. Garrigan in 34. Jimmy Fox in 33. Chuck, Chuck Klein in 33. Also, Ty Cobb in 1909. Nap Lojoie in <laughs> Lajue. So, we had a whole... Twitter discussion about how to pronounce it, and a lot of people had a different different opinion on that. Okay. Um, and Lojoie was the consensus of the group that I that I polled, but there's I don't an know. Indians blog called "It's Pronounced Lajoie." Yeah, yeah, it's where I got it from. Nice source. It's called John Thorne. Oh. Yeah, well, that would be reasonable. The baseball Reference says Lajoie. Yeah, which everyone agreed is wrong. Okay. Um, yeah, there's no J sound in it. Right, right. It uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. So, anyway. Just for the record, in 1935, Joe Medwick hit 353, 23 homers, 126 RBI. So somebody must have topped those 23 homers. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so Tip O'Neill won Triple Crown in the, in the American Association in 1887. And uh, Paul Hines of the Providence Grays won the NL Triple Crown in 1878 with, with get this, 
a 358 batting average, 50 RBI, and four home runs. Triple crown. A shortened season. Old style. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so number one is off the table, and Dan is your turn proper. So number two through nine, please. I'll go, I'm just going to screw with Dalton here and go with number four. All right, this is my favorite question <laughs> of the uh, of the quiz, and it is not a very difficult question to, to understand once you've given me a chance to explain it. What I want to know is, who is the all-time home run leader from each of the nine spots in the lineup? Now, I'm only looking actually for four answers. You don't have to give me all nine, but you have to provide the number of the spot in the batting order and the player. So you give me the number one through nine and who is the all-time home run leader for that spot, and you can pick any four you want. Okay. Uh, well, number one, Ricky Henderson. That's correct. Number three, Babe Ruth. That's correct. Because Bonds was a leadoff hitter for a while. Um, so, <clears throat> I shouldn't have said that, right? <laughs> number four, Hank Aaron. That's not correct. No. Okay. And one more. And I can guess number four again if I want, right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, well, I guess I'll... Oh, Jesus, really? I guess number four, Barry Bonds. Also not correct. Okay. Um, so you have half a point because uh, each of the answers is worth a quarter. And Dalton, you get first crack, so I'm looking now for two answers. You can choose, again, any any of the lineup positions other than the ones Dan got correct. So two and four through nine. I need a number and a name. Two guesses, please. All right. Uh, I only feel good about one of them. That's uh, fourth, Gehrig? Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, it yeah this pretty is hard. Pretty, pretty tough, I because the, the bottom three would have to be nearly impossible to get. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I got nothing, really. really. <laughs> I, it's, uh, it's a tough one. I, I'll, I'll, I'll pass to, to Brian. All right, so then you take a quarter point. And, Brian, there's a quarter point on the board for you if you can miraculously come up with two Five, six, seven, eight, or nine. I seem to remember as a kid Mark McGuire hitting fifth a lot. That's my guess. McGuire? Uh, not a bad guess. Incorrect. Um, so here are the answers. Um, uh, this is a pretty fascinating list. Uh, number one is Ricky Henderson, as Dan said, 293 home runs. Number two, anybody have any other thoughts? Rogers Hornsby. No, Ryan Sandberg. Remember, he hit number two an awful lot for the Cubs, 186 home runs. Number three, Babe Ruth had 553 of his homers there. I'm surprised there wasn't more, but that is what it is. I guess he hit some ninth uh, as well. Lou Gehrig, uh, number four, 383. Number five is Jimmy Fox, 203. And, and, And I noticed he hit more in the number four, obviously, 
but he happens to have hit that many in, in, in the fifth hole. I don't think that's really even all that gettable. Uh, and six through nine are, are, are crazy. Number six is Greg Nettles, 143 homers. Number seven is Javi Lopez with 84. <laughs> wow. And, and how weird is this? Number eight is Del Crandall with 109. So he has more in the eighth spot than Javi Lopez does in the seventh spot. Uh, at number nine, anybody want to take a guess at nine? Wes Farrell. Uh, that was Adam's guess as well, and he was so close. And, and he also guessed uh, Red Ruffing. R- those two guys had 38 and 37 homers, respectively. Bomb? No, it's not a pitcher, so good luck with that. Uh, Mike Bordick and Rick Dempsey, each with 42. <laughs> How about that? I thought that was a fascinating, yeah, fascinating that's a cool question. question. Yeah. Um, so, again, Dan took home half a point on that and Dalton a quarter. And that means a quarter was off the board. Um, there goes our perfect score, our combined yeah, score. Yeah, yeah. You guys can hang your heads in shame now. Uh, and Dalton, it is to you uh, for your turn proper. Uh, so one and four are taken. All right, we'll go with the other square number. We'll go nine. Number nine. Among retired pitchers, what record does this Top three list represent. I'm going to give you the top three list now. Number one, Tom Glavin with 682. Number two, Ben Sheets with 250. Number three, Juan Guzman with 240. Among retired pitchers, what record does that list represent? Could you uh, could you run that back again? Sure. Among retired pitchers, what record does this top three list represent? Tom Glavin, 682. Ben Sheets, 250. Juan Guzman, 240. Well, I say it's obviously more specific than just uh, games started, I guess. Um, uh, do I get a hint? Can I, can I, can I have a hint? Uh, the hint is, in fact, that the numbers on that list represent the total number of career games pitched for each guy. Wonderful. Um, but you should think about that hint. Well, let me read it again. The numbers on that list represent the total number of career games pitched for that guy, for each guy. Okay, and, and the three guys again? Glavin, 682, Sheets, 250, Guzman, 240. No idea. No idea. Is that your, is that your final yeah, answer? Yeah, really, yeah, nothing. Jesus. Uh, Brian. So this is now down to half a point because we have the hint. Do you need me to reread it, Brian? Yeah, I do. I, I'm having a hard time understanding the question. Okay, among retired pitchers, I'm giving you a top three list. What record does this top three list represent? And again, it's Glavin, 682, Sheets, 250, Juan Guzman, 240. And a hint, since I already gave it to Dalton, the numbers on that list represent the total number of career games pitched for each guy. Um... Are those, is that the most, um, 
Most career starts without a relief appearance. Damn right. Wow. You got it. <laughs> okay. Very, very good. I don't know. Dan, did you know it? No. I was going to say uh, most career gains by players from Andover Mass. <laughs> huh. I don't even know if that's where Tom Glavin's from. <laughs> Juan Guzman. Somewhere near there. Glavin's from Bill Ricca, I believe. Bill Ricca. Well, it's close. I mean. <laughs> I'm guessing Juan Guzman is not from. <laughs> I was pretty sure. I was pretty sure of that, but you know that was the best I had. It's better than. All right. So the good news is after one round, nobody's getting shut out. Brian has one. Dan has one. Dalton has one quarter, and there's one quarter that fell off the board. I think it's pretty clear um, that Dalton's off the PEDs. Yeah, yeah. It must have been that he got Already. freaked by the testing yeah. and. Uh, yeah, I'm cycling <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and it's, uh, we're seeing a little Ortiz, you know, from a few years ago action. That just means that next time you guys are in for it, I think. Uh, so Brian, it's back to you for your round two question. Off the board are one, four, and nine. I'm sorry, there are no more squares available. I'll go with the next uh, number in the Fibonacci sequence for Dalton. That's two. <laughs> All right. We in our last podcast we talked about the Pirates and their uh the fact that they appear poised to have their first winning season since 1992. Over the intervening 20-year period from 1993 to 2012, who hit the most home runs for the team and who was their starting pitcher on the most opening days? So I'm looking for two answers, each is worth half a point. Okay. I'm having some doubts about the first name that came to mind, which is Brian Giles, but I'm afraid he may have played too much of his career elsewhere. Cleveland and San Diego. I'm going to stick with Brian Giles. That's your guess? Yes. You're correct. And the pitcher with the most... Opening day starts. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised if this number were two. Um, well, I'm not sure of his uh, when he pitched, but I'm going to cross my fingers and say that Danny Darwin was still around a few years into this period. Danny Darwin did not started a single opening day during those 20 years, okay. unfortunately. Um, so we go to Dalton. Um, so we have we have the home run leader. Uh, who was the starting pitcher on the most opening days for the Pirates in that 20-year period, Dalton? I'll bring back a guy from a previous podcast, Francisco Cordova. That is correct. Wow. Wow. Now... Jesus. Brian, you were on the right track. Uh, it is only two. And, in fact, there are four guys who have started two. So I would have accepted any four of those answers. Doug Drabeck. Uh, not Doug Drabeck. He was uh, Ali Perez. Ali Perez. Oh, anybody else? Yeah. Can anybody else guess who started two? How about Zach Jeff Supon? Wait, 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 wait. Dalton? Zach Duke? Yes. He also started two. I, these are these are a lot of points in our hearts for you, Dalton. <laughs> uh... uh there's one other guy who started two during that period. It's not Jeff Supon, is it? 
It is not Jeff Supon. While you guys are thinking, I'm just going to make sure I record correctly. Brian got a half a point. Dalton got a half a point on that one. Any other guesses? Uh, I, no, I'm, I'm spent. John Lieber. Oh. So, so the home run leaders, Giles has 165 over those 20 years. He also is the single season home run leader. Uh, he has the top three seasons, I believe, in fact, during that period. Uh, second to Giles... Um, anybody just want to take a stab at any of the other guys? And the, I have the next three in home runs. Not easy. Jason Bay. Jason Bay is next, 139. Anybody else? Xavier Nady. No. no. <laughs> Kevin Kevin Young, 136. Al Martin, 107. Just just makes you just makes you cringe about how bad they have been. I'm going to venture to guess that if they had held on to Barry Bonds that he might have made that list. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. Um, now, I have just for, for, for fun the list of the other guys who started one opening day each during this period. And see if it's any wonder why this team has been so bad. Of course, there's Eric Bedard, Ian Snell, Jason Schmidt, Kevin Correa, Kip Wells, Chris Benson, Paul Mahome, Paul Wagner, Ron Valone, Tim Wakefield, Todd Ritchie, and Zane Smith. It's quite, quite, quite the group of opening day starters, don't you think? Uh, anyway, so we finished. Like I said, Brian got a half, Dalton got a half, and Dan, it is your turn. Off the board are one, two, nine, and four. Uh, seven. Number seven. For the 1995 All-Star Game played in Arlington, name the managers for the NL and AL teams. So two answers, half a point each. Uh, the NL, Felipe Alou. Yes. And the AL would be Buck Showalter. Very impressed. Very good. Now, that was obviously a funny year because usually the All-Star Game has the managers from the World Series the previous year. There was no World Series the previous year, so they just went with the teams that had the best records. Uh, very impressed with how quickly they came up with that. Yeah, that yeah. one just, you know, uh, the Yankees were the best record in the AL. I remember that. And, and the Expos had the best record. How could you not remember that? Right. Well, that's... <laughs> That's why you guys are the trivia experts. Even knowing that, so, it's pretty impressive to pull out those two managers. And, yeah, and the absolutely. That got you there. That's, that's great. I I wouldn't have had it. Um, very impressive. Okay. Uh, Dalton, down to you. So remaining are three, five, six, and eight. Uh, three. You are not going to like this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is. This is a question that I'd be inclined to give you 10 points if you could get correct. Um, I, I chose to include this question as, a, as an example of just how awful the wins and loss, loss of stat is for individual pitchers um, because it is just so hard to get this question. Um, consider the following. Teddy Higuera is the Milwaukee Brewers' all-time leader in wins above replacement among pitchers with 30.7. But who is the team's all-time leader in wins? That's not a not a crowd. As you know, I love Teddy Higuera. Um, yeah. 
all-time leader in wins on that. Yeah, it's a... Well, all right. I'm trying, I'm trying to work this out. Based on the you know way you uh, led into it, be, I guess, a guy who, you know, one of those with a great win-loss, maybe with a lot of support, but not a great pitcher himself. I'm trying to think through... <sighs> And so, it wouldn't be Sheets. I'm sure Sheets had less than Higuera did. Um, uh, Jim Slayton? Are you kidding me? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't look that up? No. That is unbelievable. Uh, yeah, me. I'm shocked. I mean, I I actually had it down to Jim Slayton or Bill Wegman myself. I knew it was some weird, some weird guy. Wow. I don't think I was that name. Like Mike, just, like like he would have. Mike Caldwell would have seemed like the more obvious guess, but yeah, Caldwell's number two with only 102 wins. Slayton is number one with 117. Uh, I'm stunned that you got that. It really makes me think that you're back on cycle. I was just trying to think. Uh, <laughs> I was just trying to think of guys who were with the team long enough. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 I was yeah, heard Brian he's say there. He's not a he's not a name I even think of when I think of long time. Brewers pitchers, he's just not a guy who comes to mind at all for me. So he pitched with the team uh, from 71 to 83, except for 1978 when he was with the Tigers. And, you know, his win totals are not impressive. You know, his lifetime record with Milwaukee is 117 and 121. It's a losing record, but he's the all-time wins leader for the team. Again, Caldwell 102, Higuera 94, Moose Haas 91, Ben Sheets down at 86. Um, but in terms of career war among pitchers, uh, he's tied for ninth um, behind Higuera, Sheets, Basio, Wegman, Caldwell, Haas. Uh, sorry, he's tied for seventh. Can I read? Uh, yeah, so he's seventh behind Haas. Um, and he's the only guy that pitched 2,000 innings among those guys, too. So he really sucked. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know what to say, Dalton. I uh, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. So, uh, are we going with the the ten points? Is that has that been decided? Or yes, yes. But unfortunately, uh, we're uh, we're working on a on a on a different desk scale, different base tonight. So it's still only worth one. I'll take it. Um, so let's see. You guys collected all the points for round two, which is great. All right. Um, and we are up to round three. Let's uh, recap the scores. Brian has one and a half. Dan has two. And Dalton has one and three quarters. So this is truly anybody's game. Um, I don't think we're going to know until the very final question who's the winner because uh, anybody can get it. So remaining in the final round, we have three, five, and no, we just did three. Uh, we have five, six, and eight remaining in the final round. Brian, choose wisely. Five, six, or the eight. The last one was seven, right? The one we just did? Yeah. The one we just did was number three. Oh, number three. Right. Got the circle. Oh, uh, yeah. so I, I can't think far. So we're, remaining, we have five, six, and I eight. I wanted to go there was right after that because I didn't think you'd hit me with another one like that back to back. So I guess I'll take five. Number five, the 1985 June draft was widely acclaimed for its quality and depth. 
four players drafted in the first round ended up with at least 50 career wins above replacement. Name any two. Barry Bonds. I'm happy to repeat it if you want, but Bonds is correct. Uh, 50 wins is a pretty elite group. And Greg Maddox? Not correct. So, who is in that Dalton? I guess you're you are technically up because you're you're just a quarter point behind Dan, but uh, it's half a point on the table for you if you can name one of the others. Would you like me to repeat the question? Uh, no, no, you don't. Um, Rafi Palmero. You're right. Uh, so, it's an incredible draft. Uh, if we look at just the players in the first round, um, going by wins above replacement, Barry Bonds, Rafael Palmero, the other two answers are Barry Larkin and Will Clark. Um, B.J. Serhoff, of course, was number one overall. Uh, Greg Jeffries, Walt Weiss, Bobby Witt, Brian McRae, Joe McGrain, Pete Cavilia, Joey Cora, Tommy Green, who actually put up 7.1 war himself. Um, after that, there are a few other guys who made the majors but didn't do all that, all that much. Uh, I'm curious about Greg Maddox. Where was he drafted? He um, uh, was drafted in uh, second round of 84. So not a first round or a not in 85, unfortunately. Um, so Brian gets a half. You're not out of it, though, because you could steal from other people. Dalton gets a half. Dan, you are up, and we are looking at six or eight. Six. Six. Number six. Name two of the five players with the most defensive games played at first base. All right. Well, Lou Gehrig. Incorrect. No. I guess I guess his career ended a little short. Um, he got this disease that with his name all over it. <laughs> yeah, but he still played. He played a lot of games straight, didn't he? I seem to have heard that. <laughs> Um, all right, well. Derek is, is eighth. Eighth. All time. All right. Yeah. So it wasn't terrible. Hmm. I say Jimmy, Jimmy Fox. Also not oh, correct. Oh, I know. The one just came don't, to me. Don't, don't. Yeah, don't say anything. Um, now, I think it goes to Brian, right? Yeah. Dalton has two and a quarter. Brian has two. This is like an unbelievably tight game. So, Brian, it goes back to you. Both answers, uh, each worth half a point, are available. Two of the five players with the most offensive games played at first base. I'm going to start with one of the all-time good guys, Adrian Anson. Uh, not correct. Ooh. 
Also not one of the all-time good guys. <laughs> I detected a hint of sarcasm there as well from Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so a- Adam made that guess earlier today when I ran this by him, and then he remembered it was short seasons. Still, I can't believe it's not him. He played for, what, 75 years? <laughs> yeah, tw- 27 seasons. He is number six. Okay. Um, wow. I was, I was begging Dan to not go with Cap so I could steal that. Um, Mark Grace. Wow, that was a hard one, I, I but you got it. Uh, he's number five. He actually has ten games more at first base than Anson. <laughs> um that is half a point to you, but you are out of guesses. And so that was Dan's question, right? So, Dalton, you've got a great shot here. Eddie Murray. Yeah, he's number one all time. Uh, so, Eddie Murray's number one. Jake Beckley, number two. Number three, anybody. This is who I thought you were going to say when you said all-time good guy. I thought you were being not sarcastic. You are going to say Fred McGriff. He's number three. Mickey Vernon, number four. Uh, the rest of the top ten, we named a few. Cap Anson, Rafael Palmer, Lou Gehrig, Charlie Grimm, and Todd Helton is on there and climbing. Um, he can stick around a bit. He could he could crack in there. So, oh, my gosh. What an unbelievably tight game. Brian's got two and a half. Dan's got two. Dalton has got two and three quarters. So... Uh, so we're down to the last question. Obviously, Dalton's in the lead. If he gets it, he wins. But if he doesn't get it, it's going to be a free-for-all here. Um, so number eight is your question, Dalton. You ready? Mm-hmm. Who holds the single-season record for home runs by a second baseman? Let's see. Well, I know there was one year where uh, Davey Johnson exploded trying to think if that would be it or maybe someone in the steroid here a little more but I can't think of any you know, big formed second baseman in the steroid era aside from Brett Boone of course uh, <laughs> I'll, st- I'll stick with Davey Johnson winner winner that's correct yeah so he uh, he had 43 in 1973 Rogers Hornsby had 42 in 1922, which uh, we mentioned even earlier in this very quiz. How close did Soriano? Uh, yeah, so Sandberg had 40 in 1990. Soriano had 39 in 2002, tied with Hornsby, who did 39 in two other years as well. Um, Soriano had 46 once. Was that as an outfielder? Yeah, yeah. Well, he had 40 as a second baseman, but maybe maybe they weren't all as a second baseman. No, he did not. He a, his highs. He had a forty-four. Highs. At forty-forty, I think it was with uh, Washington, right? No, it's right. He was playing left field, and his next highest was thirty-nine as a second baseman okay. with the Yankees. Okay. Um, he also had a season of thirty-eight and thirty-six as a second baseman, going down from there. But his only his only year over forty was as a left fielder with the Nationals. So man, this was uh, this was a barn burner of a trivia contest. Everybody kicked some serious ass. Uh, Brian at two and a half, Dan at two, and Dalton. What does that make you? One, two, three, three and three quarters. 
And no, it can't be right, can it? That's right. He was ahead going in. Oh, yeah, because we lost half a point to a hint being taken. That's right. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys did unbelievable. Um, so, Dalton, you, uh, you're officially on the watch, I think, uh, on the PED watch list. Especially after Jim Slayton. Yeah. yeah. Well, Seriously. I have to say that uh, I think there's going to have to be a uh, congressional inquiry uh, onto that particular one. Because I, I, I would not have gotten that, I don't think, with – with ten guesses, I don't think I would have gotten that question right. Um, sadly, I'm sad, sad to say. Guys, awesome showing, and uh, we'll wrap it here. Thank you very much. Stay tuned for uh, more trivia to come in the future. Thanks, Andy. All right, thank you. Take it easy, guys. There you have it. Man, that Dalton, he is something else, isn't he? We had a conversation uh, after we finished recording that it must be that he's so young that uh, he hasn't yet uh, forgotten all the stuff that uh, us older folks have already forgotten uh, after having kids and all the rest. Anyway, if you enjoyed that, I would really appreciate if you would go on iTunes and give us a rating and even possibly a review if you feel like it. It makes a big difference in terms of other people being able to find the podcast and us building this community, so I would really appreciate it. In the meantime, I look forward to another podcast coming your way from High Heat Stats soon, and until then, be lucky. Dalton on PEDs? Dork. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Dan, weren't you the one who started in your basement discussing sabermetrics? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's where I am too. Yeah, it's really, it's really only competition between who's the the, the lesser dork of the four of us. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, not anything to be proud of. The only way he knows is if you know he's just even more of an uber nerd than we realize. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whose sound effect is that? That was you, Dan. That was what you sound like. He was just playing back your voice. <laughs> yeah, he recorded you earlier when you were underwater. Right. <laughs> <laughs>